Should we do it? Should we do like a random rank? Just get some ideas and just rank something? Rank it live. Rank it live, yeah, yeah. Get some ideas. Uh, sure. Every time plays, get to see in the mood. So this is a. Uh, I'm on the edge of my seat. Oh shit! Why? Well, because we're about to do a live rank. Which one? So I don't know what we're going to rank. Me either. No preparation. No, none at all. None at all. Which is only, which is not that different from previous <laughs> episodes, but a little bit different. From previous don't episodes. sell us short, man. We, sometimes we have a list of things that we can That's we true. can we can build off. Hey, I found Eigenbrow, didn't I? Man, I I still remember Eigenbrow like it was yesterday. <laughs> I still remember that episode. That episode lives in my brain rent free because yeah, yeah. the one episode that we did where I was just like, "Well, what have I? What have I contributed? Yeah. Not a lot. You did. No, you contributed a lot, man. Yeah. You know that blue that sometimes is in a bus stop. Yeah, you can't clap with just one hand. That's true. Well, you can. That sounds <laughs> terrible. Holy shit! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh. You oh can, my you, god! You can clap with one hand, but should you? <laughs> is the question. We've well, done. you should do it live on a podcast because <laughs> people might get other ideas as to what's going on. That's uncanny. <laughs> that, that's uncanny. How, how doesn't matter anyway. See, it's the same for me too. Yeah, let's do it together. Perfect. Like I can't do it. I can't. I can't clap as fast. That's right-handed. Yeah. That's left hand. I don't have as good of a left handed clap. That's interesting. My left hand clap is really good because the right one usually controls the mouse. Yeah. So anyway, the, um, so what we're going <laughs> to Jesus, that was that was like a, there was like a little, it was little, a little pause. Moment. It took a little me a pause. moment to figure out what you're going for, <laughs> and I'm sad I did try to figure out what you're going for. <laughs> oh, now you, can, you can probably tell off the bat. This is a pretty loose one. We're, yeah. we're having a pretty loose episode this time. Yeah. What are we doing? We don't know. No. I've got no idea. So about, so famously, is it famously? I don't know, but we've told people before that we usually rank, we do two ranks in one night. We yes, record two in a row. True. That is true. Now, we put a little thing out on our socials mm. just before we recorded our first episode, said you've got an hour, sling us some ideas. And? We had quite a few. More than, to be fair. Yeah. We have, how's my, how's my counting? We have six. Yeah. Which, to be fair, is about four more than I thought we were going to get. Yeah. So yeah. kudos to everyone who gave us an Absolutely. Our, our ideas. Awesome. So basically what we're going to do is I've got this little randomizer spinner wheel on my screen right now. Okay. I'm going to press this little spin button in the middle. Okay. And I'm going to – and we're going to rank it just off the top of our skull. Off the top of our skull, just like that. Now, we'll go through the uh, the – Ideas given to us, shall we? And oh. these ideas have all been contributed to us. That's true. Via via that's rank pod on Instagram. That's correct. That's rank pod on Twitter. Yep. That's rank pod at gmail.com. Yeah, and one person who sent me a message because apparently <laughs> and, or text message. <laughs> a text message. Well, yeah, would you like to put your private mobile number out on this podcast? Yeah, so zero f- no. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Yeah. So no, we've been very, very fortunate enough that in the, in the last hour, we've had six people give us ideas, which is actually right. really cool. Actually really it's actually really cool. Mm. We'll go through them just so everyone knows. You, know, you can you might hear your idea 
in this list here. And let and to be sure, we and then we've then, as Liam touched on, a randomator, a random wheel generator, a randomator, a randomator. randomator. So we'll put them all onto a list, and we're going to hit a go. Yeah. In fact, you will hear something's going to spin. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little preview. I'll give like this won't be what we're going to rank, but I'll yeah. give you a little preview of the sound you might hear. Okay. Right. The wheel spinning. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait. Wait for it. Is that the sound of the wheel spinning? Yep. That wasn't very loud. I'll turn that up. So for the actual, there was a slight da da. Now, if we were if we were going to do that, we would be ranking sausages <laughs> in this episode. So here's here's what we've got. Okay. Um, some of these are admittedly a little bit easier than others. Okay. Iconic sitcoms, mm-hmm. which might be easy for you. We'll see how I go. Mm-hmm. Um, airlines, I think, would be easy for both of us. Mm-hmm. Wine, easy for me. I drink a lot of it. Uh, sausages or snaggers, as yes. has been put to us. Wastes of money. Wastes of money. Wastes of money. Things we've wasted money on is what I think they were trying mm-hmm. to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, cocktails and uh, Simpsons characters. So th- those are the options we had. And Kanye West albums. No, we've changed that one. But we've, but, we've, but we've got to name it. We did get one for Kanye West albums, but yeah. nearly, I literally could not tell you a to, single Kanye West album. To be fair, that was uh, Jay gave us that one. Thanks, mm. Jay. But I went back to Jay and I said, look, I know you love you can, and I'm sorry, your yay, as he's called now. He's just called yay. Yeah. I know you love your yay, but we have literally no oh, earthly no, idea, no. no earthly idea on how to uh, That's right. how to rank anything Kanye. That's right. Um, and in in um, at the risk of offending Jay, no, he knows. He knows I fucking hate Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, we love the fact that Jay's written in with that one. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. It just wouldn't have been a very it wouldn't have been a very good but one. But then he changed him. He changed the Simpsons characters. Simpsons character, so, so we can take that one. We'll roll, we'll roll with that. So, mm. are you ready, sir? Are you ready for me to spin the wheel? Make oh, the deal. I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm a bit nervous. Deal, actually. deal. Oh, actually, no deal. No, no, no deal. deal. Deal, deal. Do it. Is it rolling? Are you ready to make? You gonna make the sound? I'm gonna make the sound. One hand clapping is gonna be the. Uh, Okay, three, two, one, and we're off. Okay, it's on. It's on spinning. Okay, you're two-handed. You may as well just clap. It's two one-hands clapping. Well, because it was hurting my hand before just doing one-handed, so now I'm deviating between two, but they're both... Oh, here we go. Tonight we are ranking our top three cocktails. <laughs> cocktails. Now... Everyone loves a cocktail? I, I mean, I enjoy... I enjoy cocktails probably more than I should. In fact, I'm going to I'm going to go on a limb here. Okay. If I was a rich man, right, I probably would be drinking cocktails pretty much every time I went out drinking. You would have a little stand. Yeah. Would you have a little stand in your home bar and you'd go out, come around, and you'd go and you'd be you'd be like you'd answer answer the door shaking a mixer. If I was a rich man, I would be making my own cocktails, good sir. <laughs> no, no, no. But I'd be going to like, you know, the, the speakeasies like Sneaky Tony's in Northbridge, the, yeah. little, the little one that you need a password to get into. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. just have like a wall of rums. Yeah. I would just go there instead of just like having one cocktail and then just a, right. few, a wine. Right. I would be like, all right, cocktails on night. Because cocktails can get on a little bit of the pricey side. Okay. Okay. You know, so. I'm going to give you a heads up. Yep. And I'm going to absolutely do my best with this one. But I'm not a huge cocktail drinker. Really? So I think that's part of the fun is that I'm going to have to yeah, delve. You... I'm going to have to delve a little bit 
I'm gonna have to really, you know, scratch a few, scratch a few things to come up with some interesting ideas. I, I would hazard a guess that you probably know more cocktails than you think you do. Well, I've already got. I've actually got a couple. I think I'm happy with. I've actually got my top three. Look at this. This is amazing. This is, <laughs> this is a, a huge change from about two seconds ago. I don't know if this is what the spirit of the uh, suggestion was. Okay. But I'm going to run with my top three. And that's what this is all about, though. This, this, this is, is what it's it, all about. Yeah, 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 as long yeah. as one of them isn't scotch and coke, I think we should be okay. <laughs> oh, actually, okay. So now I have to come up with another one. <laughs> no, well, no, no, no. I've got, I've got them. I mean, tonight we are drinking vodka sodas. I wouldn't call them – I wouldn't call that a cocktail. Yeah. Okay, I've got it. Mm. My top three cocktails. I've now, got. I have you ever done like any cocktailing? <laughs> That's the um. The no, honestly, no. To cocktail, I don't have the patience for it. No, as in as in watching someone make it before you drink it. You just want a beer. Give me a beer. I want in a fact, beer. when I'm at the bar, I hate it when people order a cocktail because <laughs> I just want to get a beer, and then like the people in front of me order the cocktail, and then I'm like, ah, oh, far out. I just yeah. start like, I'm like, this is going to take five minutes. Yeah. Well, have you not ever like thought I'm going to get them back? I'm going to order myself four cocktails. Well, that's true. When you do order the cocktail, it is... Um, a lot of bars nowadays, though, do table service for, bars, for, bars, for cocktails, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know sometimes when I go to Varsity, which is a sports bar around the corner, yep. Yep. Um, they do have a pretty extensive cocktail list. They've got ones with, like, fairy floss in them and all sorts. Yeah, yeah. But they don't make them when you're at the bar. Right. You order them, you get yourself your number, like you've ordered yourself some hot chips. Sure. You go back to your table. Yeah. So this is why I always get myself a beer and a cocktail so I can uh-huh. sip on something while I'm waiting for the cocktail. Yeah. And this is why I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> it's like a true pro. I must admit it is fun when you order a cocktail. Yeah. And it's fun when, you know, you're in a place where there's sure. time to make yeah, it. And 100%. it's fun when there's like creative concoctions. And I think when you... I love a good creative concoction. There's something quite, I don't know, cathartic about watching someone make you a cocktail. Mm. Like watching them, especially people who like do it well, like yeah. really well, yeah. and look like they give a shit. Because yeah. some bars you go to, like the like the classic bars, like the uni bar, or yeah. I'm leaving bars in Perth. Like people who are listening, not in Perth, are going to know what I'm talking about. But you know, when you go to a bar and they they're not like a, a specialty bar, yeah, you're like, can I have a, a martini? And they're like, mm. fucking whatever, mm. and they just put and just put things into a thing and they just give it to you. They don't care what it looks like, and and then you're like, okay, fine. When you go to like a high end bar. If I have the pleasure or the privilege of going somewhere quite high end, yeah, I will. Or I, I don't mind spending that little bit of extra money to watch someone who knows what they're doing yeah. make a cocktail. Yeah, right. So I, I would order at a high end bar. Yeah, I get the high end scotch. Ah, uh, yep. So that's been made on. That's been made a few, a few, a few stations down the the food chain. Sure. You know, but what over you get- over a, 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 an eighteen year period. <laughs> <laughs> But I know what you mean. It is nice to see. Yeah. It's nice to treat yourself. I think that's when the cocktail comes in. The cocktail, you don't drink cocktails. Well, you can drink cocktails all night, but often it starts it's at the start. Yeah. And maybe a cheeky cocktail at the end. Yeah. You know, but you won't, You often won't staple the cocktail. Well, can I, can I, can I confess something? What's that? Um, I went out on the town into Northbridge. The night of the uh, the night of the initial COVID outbreak over here. Oh yes, I was next door to where one of the places that was uh, yeah. not in not in, so it's okay. You had um, yourself a Delta cocktail. I got a Delta cocktail, <laughs> the Omicron special. Thank you very much. No, I was in um, I was in a place called Tiki as fuck. Right, that's the name of the bar. Is it's, it? it's in Northbridge, mm. and they specialise in in cocktails. Tea. We stapled the cocktail that night. We every time someone went to the bar, it was a cocktail. It was a cocktail. Right. Yeah. I Is that one of them going to make it on your list? Surprisingly, I can't remember what cocktail I was drinking. 
I probably text, I probably text my cousins right now and find out. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I'm not gonna. I'm not even thinking of my cocktails yet. I'm, yeah, as soon as yeah, I get yeah. to my list, I'll, right. I'll, I'll think about right. it. Well, because I've already got mine, and okay. it was simply because I had a panic. I was like, "Gosh, cocktails!" But I do love a cocktail. I respect a cocktail. Mm. Let's get into it, Liam. We're straight into it. Let's straight into it. Well, seeing as you're so confident about your number three, sure, go for it. The cocktail sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'd have to think a little bit out of the box. I told you I'd have to think a little bit out because I just couldn't think of cocktails. Like cocktail, I literally never order cocktails. That's not outside the box, mate. That's like outside of <laughs> a fucking factory. But it is, you know, <laughs> you can get all the fancy stuff in the world. The 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 the, the cheese plates, sure, the, sure, sure, sure. the 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 ch- charcuterie boards, uh-huh. the the arancini balls, the the bow buns, all the fancy starters, snacks. You know, you got the grain waves. You can get the Maltesers. <laughs> you cannot beat a cocktail sausage. Oh. You cannot beat a cocktail sausage oh on its God. own with a little thing of tomato sauce, or in a in a roll with some tomato sauce. You just can't beat the cocktail sausage. Oh it is, I don't know. I don't know what's in a cocktail sausage. Awful. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if it even has a flavour. Does the cocktail like what? What am I tasting? Am I tasting Sawdust. the water? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're tasting the the, uh, the congealing and the agents and I'm, the. I'm tasting the skin and the water. Do you know what? You've actually read a really good point. <laughs> what does a cocktail sausage taste like? Tomato sauce, probably. Basically, it what tastes it, yeah. like it's just a tomato sauce carrying vessel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a tomato sauce receptacle. That's it's what it is. Tomato sauce receptacle. So, obviously, to really pull off the cocktail sausage, you've got to have the good tomato sauce. But it takes me back to a time of Australian culture when I grew oh, up. Oh, this, this is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It takes me back to a time of Australian culture when I grew up when we didn't have the range that we have now. Like when I grew up, there was one kind of cheese, and it was cheddar. Yep, craft single. There was fancy ice cream was Neapolitan. That that's true. Yep, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the sausage. Yeah. Well, it was all. It was the it was the Frankfurt. It was the the Frankfurt, and it was the small version, the cocktail sausage. And to be fair, that was a staple of a lot of a lot of dinner parties, a lot of staple, but birthday parties, a lot Absolutely. of parties in general. Absolutely, you would find that right next to the fairy bread. Fairy bread, the the the, the chocolate. Um, what do they call it? You know, the rice and the chocolate. The the, the, the rice, rice crispies. The rice krispies. Yeah. Fairy bread. Yeah. A cocktail sausage. <laughs> that was it. That was my childhood. It's all I ate. Oh my god, I love this so much. All I ate for twelve years. I, I never. <laughs> <laughs> How's your diet nowadays? Uh, look, I rarely get a cocktail sausage, but I will tell you what. Uh, okay, you super IGA. Ah uh, yes, across the road. Do they have fancy cocktail sausages? No, they've got regular cocktail sausages. Oh, which is what I like about them <laughs> because they're co- the, 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 it's the good grocer IGA. Yes, and it, they they tend to always like err on the fancy side, right? But the thing about the fancy side is it's just a bit too fancy. Sometimes you want the staples. So mm. the number one number one seller at the at the good grocer IGA in Wembley will used to be the breakfast wrap. Okay, which was just a hash brown. Bacon, cheese, barbecue sauce, and a sausage. They don't do it anymore. Why? Okay. Because it's not fancy enough. But let me tell you about that breakfast wrap. You can never get one because as soon as they put them out on that on, on that on that that hot tray item, they were gone because everyone loved them. Yeah. So now, if you're lucky, and if you're lucky, and if you if you if your calorie counter uh, accommodates, yes, sometimes you'll go there. Yep. And amongst the the bow buns or the the, the frittatas or the whatever, every now and then you'll get a roll 
with four or five little cocktail sausages, cheese and tomato sauce and ketchup. Fourteen fifty. Uh, no, like six dollars. That's not as bad as I thought. Six dollars, and if you get it, it's it's. I rarely get it because I can rarely afford the calories, and that's just what I'm trying to do right now. They're good for you. However, yep. Every now and then, can't resist. You can't resist. And, and, and I simply s- can't resist. And I still love it. Yeah. I still love oh. a cocktail sausage. All these years later, can't go past it. In the moment, at the right time, and it should come back, frankly. If I ever host a dinner party again. Yep. If, if I ever Yeah, dinner, which you won't, let's I'll, be real. I will have cocktail sausages, mark my words. No, that, that is the dinner. That's the dinner. That is That's the dinner. It. Yeah, if in, in fact, what it is, it's an assortment of sauces. <laughs> So realistically, <laughs> it's a cocktail of sauces for the cocktail sausage. Yeah, that's what it is. Exactly. Exactly. I reckon just based on your number three, I reckon I can at least guess one of your number ones or twos, I reckon. Oh, really? I reckon oh, really? I well, I reckon let's I wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. That's my number three, Liam. On the spot. <laughs> What's your number three cocktail? I kind of feel like I'm, I'm – now I feel like I'm shooting for giving you an actual cocktail. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. Well, well played, sir. Thank you. Well played. Uh, number three. Uh, espresso martini, of course. Yeah, espresso martini. It's a good classic. Choice. It's a good classic. choice. Because, like, realistically, vodka lua, vodka lua. <laughs> what that is? It's like a concoction I've made, which is where I get one bottle and I pour those two You've things. Invented your yeah, own yeah. alcohol. Vodka, vodka lua. Yeah. <laughs> We've invented the lamb sandwich, which we've discovered before. Now you got the vodka lua. Well, you know, to hey, be it's fair, kind of genius. To be fair, I did make some. Um, Especially martinis at Christmas for the family. Mm-hmm. Um, we made our own sugar syrup. We made our own. Um, really? That's all. The other stuff we kind of had already. Yeah. We didn't make our own vodka. We yeah. didn't make our own Kahlua. But yeah. vodka, uh, vodka, Kahlua, obviously the most important ingredient, the coffee and, <laughs> and, sugar, and sugar syrup. Those four yeah. things, shake it up, away you go. Yeah. Now, do you put an olive in the in the espresso martini? If you're a fucking heathen, sure. You might say, is there is there a, a, a coffee bean? Yes, the garnish is the coffee bean. Correct. Okay. An olive? What the fuck? Well, olive goes in a martini, doesn't it? Well, okay. I guess. I guess. That's, I, oh, I, that's, see, that's I see. That's what I was asking. I see. No, I, agree, I, I, I don't think it will work as a flavour combination. That's not what I'm suggesting. I'm just suggesting. I'm just doesn't matter. Let's move on. I know. I'm actually ashamed of myself. For not putting the martini together and what you were going for there. Ah. Putting, I, I was just like, olives and coffee. <laughs> olives and coffee. Hey. Well. An unexplored combination, just saying. And you know what? That's a good point. Because yeah. a, lot, a lot of the time we like we poo-poo ideas. We're like, oh no, we can't we can't possibly have yeah. olives and coffee. Have you tried it? Have you, have tried, you tried it? it? <laughs> no, I haven't. Latte with a little <laughs> slice of olive on top. It's a niche, man. It's it's yeah. a it's a hole in the market we could we could start. Mm. And we won't mm. tell anybody. We'll open a coffee, open, open a coffee shop, mm. and in that coffee shop, we mm. will have. Hey, yep. Thinking out loud, yes. You know how you've got stuffed olives, yes. Why don't you put a get an olive and put a coffee bean in there? <laughs> how, would that work? I don't know. Have you but ever? Let's try. Have you ever? No, I have done this. Have you ever munched on a coffee bean? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Uh, I seem to remember. Was it covered in chocolate? Maybe it was. Yeah. So maybe there was some other there was some other material there which helped make it more chewable. <laughs> I can imagine a raw. I imagine you'd have to do something to a raw coffee bean to make it edible. Yeah, you have to bake Gra- it or something. Yeah, or ground it and make coffee. Ground <laughs> <laughs> it and pour something revolutionary. Ground it up and pour hot water on it. Who's the first person <laughs> to find that out? Genius. Uh, Genius. So, so why is it your number, your number three? Well, the espresso martini is a, is a real staple go-to for me. Like yeah. if I – for some reason with my family a lot as well. Like yeah. we, 
we went out to brunch the other day. Yeah. Um, it's like a yum cha slash fancy restaurant place uh, in Fremantle. Uh-huh. And they do a yum cha. But every time I go, no matter if it's like nine in the morning or 11 in the morning, I always get <laughs> an espresso martini. <laughs> hey, mate, if the license allows, uh, you go nuts. That's right. Um, hey, and it's got coffee. That's right. So what's, 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 what's the, the difference? Irish coffee. That's exactly right. You go to, you go to the, the depths of Norway. Russian coffee. Exactly right. I was going to say, you go to Russia, you go to those Scandi countries, they all start yeah. the day with a, with, a, with a vodka. Yeah. You know, what's wrong with, with putting some Kahlua and some coffee with it as well? And some sugar syrup. Where does Kahlua come from? Is that a... I think it's Jamaican. Is it? I yeah. think it's Jamaican, yeah. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and just say it's Jamaican and we'll... No, now I want to know. Now I want to know what it is. Well, while you're you looking at the uh, origins of Kahlua, I must say yeah. the espresso martini was one that had crossed my mind. I rarely order it, and I'll tell you why. Veracruz, Mexico. That's a Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. I love the fact that Russia and Mexico have combined there for a little Kahlua. Um, I'll tell you why I don't get the espresso martini. Vodka yep. The vodka <laughs> I'll tell you why I don't get the espresso martini. Yep. I appreciate it. Yep. I enjoy it. But I'm very sensitive to caffeine. Are you really? So I don't I don't have coffee now after midday. Really. I rarely have coffee. And if I'm put if I have a coffee at three, I'm really redlining it. And I'll and I'll regret it because I'll be up at night. However, wow. I love the fact that, you know, I grew up at a period in the dawn of, of dawn of time. Known you as grew the, up at the dawn of time. I grew up in in, in, in the dawn of time <laughs> where at the dawn of well, time for some people, which you know time didn't exist before. Yeah. The invention. And how are Adam and Eve? Adam and Eve doing okay? They're, or they're, they're good. But I tell you what, what, what about the, the downfall of the Garden of Eden? What's that? Was the invention of the vodka Red Bull. <laughs> and this was, I, I grew up in a time of the vodka Red Bull. Right. Which is uh, toxic. Yes. Which is. is like, how is that even, like, how, how is that even safe? Yeah. Like, they've phased out the vodka Red Bull, like, they've phased out the old steel spring trampolines. Like, there's no way in hell you could get away with that these days because they're death traps. Yeah. The vodka Red Bull was a death trap. But I like the fact that the generation that was raised on the vodka Red Bull, yeah. literally, I've been drinking it from the age of day, you know, raised, not really. But the, the generation that was raised on the vodka Red Bull has matured yeah. to the espresso martini. It's it's a classy way to get your caffeine, <laughs> that is for sure. But That's surely, sure. do you reckon it's one of those ones where you'd forget, you wouldn't realise how much coffee you've actually drunk? Well, I think it's a dangerous one for that reason. Mm. You don't know how much coffee you've drunk, you don't really know how much alcohol you've drunk, all you know is you've had four shots of sugar syrup. That's it. That's and, all you remember. And it's the sugar syrup. Just on <laughs> Cheeky on top. Just the cheekiest side. <laughs> Just a little uh, yeah. little sugar syrup on the side. You've actually reminded me, like, there was a... You're talking about the vodka Red Bull. Yeah. Have I ever told you about Four Loco? No. Okay. So I discovered Four Loco when I was in America with Craig. Uh, on the start of our road trip, we got to LA. I think it's only legal in LA, in California. Mm. And that might have changed by now as well. So basically, it's this tall can of energy drink alcohol, mm. right? And it's it's... Not good for you, like in mm. any capacity whatsoever. Like it's like a vodka Red Bull on speed. You know, it's yeah. it's it's not. Craig sculled one. Um, <laughs> we were, we were sitting with a bunch of people from the Netherlands that were all Dutch, and we we're all sitting at the hostel, and they're yeah. like, "I bet you can't scull it. I bet you won't do it." And then Craig was just like, "Yeah, I will. <laughs> I will. yeah, that didn't go well." What happened? Uh, I, I can't remember if he immediately passed out. Or if he kind of went through this kind of crash and then at night he just kind of came back up from all the energy through it. 
Um, oh, at the time, though, sculling it, he didn't. He did, he wasn't a well boy. Like after really? after sculling it, yeah. It was but, like Homer when he had the the, the, the chili. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the, yeah, yeah. The, the magical mystery to it. El viejo de Homer. That's right. But you know what? This is the thing. This is the difference between Craig and me. They're like, "Why don't you do it?" I'm like, "Nah." <laughs> Craig was a go getter, you know. And and the beauty about being you at the time, yeah, traveling with a go getter, yeah. is that you didn't actually have to do it, but you could still sit back and watch. Yeah, I'd be like, "It's my friend." <laughs> Look at him go. I'm with him. Yeah, I'm with him. I'm with this guy. I'm I can, with- I can, I can. Uh, what do they call it when you um, live through somebody else's vicariously? Experience? Vicariously, yeah. You know, vicariously take, make stupid decisions. Yeah. And I looked at him skull and that, not suffer the consequences. I looked at him skull that four loco, and I felt every skull of that oh. four loco. Oof, Oof. It was horrible. Well, yeah. well done, Craig. So number three, my espresso, my ex- oh, no, that's a faux pas. Espresso martini. Espresso martini. Do you know, mum, the other day, mum was like, did you say espresso? I was like, I didn't, mum. I said espresso. And the fact that I just said X just then makes me think about the fact that I may have said espresso <laughs> martini. So, mum, I'm sorry. Hey, it's okay. Thanks, man. You'll forgive my me. Number, my number two. She won't. Yep. My number two is an actual cocktail. Oh, my God. Okay, good. So, it is the Cuban mojito. Mm. The Cuban mojito. What is in a Cuban mojito, sir? I don't know why it was the Cuban mojito. I don't know why it was Cuban. Unless that mojito is Cuban. But effectively, the oh, I think I actually do know why. So I'll tell you the story. So the mojito is uh, lime. What's mm. what's in lime? Mint. Yep. What's the spirit? What's, what's in the mojito, mate? Uh, rum. Rum. Hence, Cuban rum. Yes. Now, what I think the... So this was at a bar in Vientiane in Laos, the capital of Laos. Mm-hmm. And I'd arrived there to do a year's worth of work, an exciting experience, a great once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, which I'll cherish to this day. 100%. There was a, a place called the Spirit House, which was on the banks of the Mekong, God. and it was a little bit out of the, 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 the town. Not out of the town. Like, it was a 200-meter walk from the – this tells you about the size of Vientiane. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, you just, <laughs> you just walk down the road. Where's the bar? It's 200 meters minutes, away. Oh, 10 minutes. And, and, and back then, it was before they, they had – like um, actually put road down, <laughs> yeah. so this part was just like still like a, a gravel road. Sure, and we would go to the spirit house, and like once the spirit house closed, you'd just go then to the little like, convenience shop down the road, and you'd literally just sit in chairs, plastic chairs on the side of the Mekong, just drinking beer loud. Oh God, it sounds so good. And the spirit house was a great place in in, in Vientiane. It was my, one of my little favorite little little restaurants because it had a few home faves, a mm. few comforts. Yeah, had great arancini balls. Had a good breakfast, you know. Had good some good old faithfuls, you know. So when you wanted just something from home, you could go and get it. They all, they also had a, a bar, and at night sometimes this bar would be a place to hang out and frequent and enjoy. And they had the Cuban mojito, and the Cuban mojito was a typical typical mojito mm. with beer lao as the mixer. What? <laughs> so instead of the so it was the rum. But instead of the the soda, whatever it was, what, what normally goes in a mojito? Is it well, soda or is it like a lemon, lemon it's, lemonade? It's, it's usually white rum, lime, lime juice, mint, soda. So replace the soda with beer. Okay. And so you'd get it and you'd get the, the Cuban mojito and you'd get the, the 750 ml bottle of beer lao with it. Yeah. So you'd drink, so you'd be able to, you know, you'd be able to, Double fist it. So double fist it. Yeah, good man. I'm glad so, you use a double fisting. It's good. <laughs> so you better double fist it. And it was just, it was beautiful because it was a surprising combination. I was like, oh, and I got it. And I tell you, delicious. Unbelievable. Beer in a mojito. And I think that maybe, it, maybe that's the Cuban part. Maybe that's the Cuban thing. Remember, we're doing this live, people. I have sure. no, no research here. <laughs> so I'm going back into the memory banks and I'm trying to remember where the hell a Cuban mojito came from. Yeah. 
That must be the Cuban part of it. Ironically, the not rum Cuban. and the beer and the beer Lao. But what I love about Lao is because it was a communist country. Like you go to some of the cities, and it does have a very much like a. There's, a, there's this place called Tarkek, which feels whatever it is. It feels like you're in like it has a Cuban vibe to it. Okay, and I don't know if it's because of the communist Soviet links. Yep, but it fe- and 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 I guess or maybe it's actually just the, the French part of of Lao culture. Lao's had a lot of lot of fingers in that pie. Pardon the pardon the expression, mm. but they've had a lot of like people. Well, it's the buffer state. Mm. So not only is it um, not only was it a French colony, yep, uh, then a, then a communist country. So you had obviously Soviet influence. Lao sits between China, mm-hmm. Myanmar. Thailand, Cambodia, and Vietnam. Yeah, and you know you and and it's therefore all, and like Europe, like lots of the world, those borders have shifted. Sure. So like you've got central central Laos and northern Thailand have similarities. You've got like the Khmer parts of the south, you know, that have similarities to Cambodia. You've got northern parts that are very similar, um, and you've got like the Ho Chi Minh Trail that ran through that ran through Laos. So like the politics of Vietnam and Cambodia, like Laos got caught up in all that pol- in all that politics in the sixties, seventies, and eighties. And so one day they were like, we should put beer in our mojitos. And it's got this amazing, uh, this amazing uh, amount of, of of different indigenous cultures, sure, uh, just across the whole country. Like, just I can't remember the, the stats. I can't remember the stats, but there's a really diverse country. Um, so yeah, you're right. Lots of uh, there's been lots of influence, lots of political influence over the years, particularly as you've got like you know, you've got Thailand. So anyway, so yeah, so Tarkek had a little Cuban vibe to it. So when you go to um, the, the the museum in Vientiane, there's letters in the museum that are from Fidel Castro, yeah, and that are to the leaders of the, of the Patet Lao, I think is the name of the party, who were the revolutionaries, communist revolutionaries back in Lao. There's letters from one to the other saying, you know, viva la revolution, like we're going to topple the American capitalists, like we're going to bring it back to the people, yeah, like there's like there's, there's that 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 political link. So for whatever reason, now. Now there's letters in the museum and they've got Cuban mojito. <laughs> so, sorry, but the Cuban mojito is very refreshing. I've been, I just Googled Cuban mojito. Yeah. Just to see if like it had beer in it. What's come up? Uh, just a mojito. <laughs> but So it was probably just a concoction of the Spirit House bar. There, there, the there, there is recipes here for beer mojitos though. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. So it could have been just a lost in translation kind of idea of what the mojitos just, could have been. Or just a name for the drink in the bar. It's a creative name for the drink in the bar. It's very true. Mm-hmm. It's very like true. Mahita, very good though. Beer in a mahita. I just want to go sit on the banks of the Mekong now. Tell you've, me about it. You've done it again. Tell me about it. Oh, well. That's my number two. Good number two. Mm. Cocktail sausage. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number two. Um, again, because this is like live, I haven't really had a chance to kind of deep dive into my brain to the yeah. recesses of the cocktails I may have tried you know, at some beautiful bar. Like, I've had yeah. some amazing cocktails across time. I've had, I've had some pretty shitty ones. Like, there was one I had yeah. I'm in Sydney at this Asian restaurant that used um, tobacco liqueur. Oh. Yeah. I thought, that sounds interesting. And if I see something that sounds interesting and looks interesting, I'll try it. Yeah. you got to give it a crack. Give it a crack. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible. Terrible. Mm. Never but, but you are right. A lot of my, a lot of cocktails are the concoction, can be the concoction of the house. Yeah. And that's some, sometimes they're the best ones. Yeah. There's one that I used to make um, um, with with my ex. And we used to make it was tequila, lychee liqueur, s- lemonade, 
and instead of icebox, you use frozen pineapple. Oh. Man. Pristine. Oh, frozen pineapple. Pristine. That was oh, the part okay. that got you? I was, I, was, I, was, I was there with the lychee liqueur. I, was well, there, I love yeah. the touch of the frozen. Uh, yeah, instead of ice blocks. Yeah. Yeah, because we, we, we have a very, um, you know, it's a very uh, small-minded, narrow-minded point of view to the ice block. It's just to use water. When yeah. you can put pineapple, yeah. orange, you can do anything you want. That's right. Number number two. I'm going, I'm, going, I'm going really childish with my number two. Okay. You know why? Why? It's a bit of a party one. Yeah. Something fun. Yeah. Something's got lots of alcohol in it. That's <laughs> it all good cocktail should. That's, that's right. Five different kinds of white alcohol ah. in any good Long Island iced tea. Ah. Is it five different types of alcohol? Five different types of white alcohol. So is that five shots? Yeah. So yeah. Long Island iced tea's got five shots of alcohol. Have you ever wondered why you see uh, the price of a Long Island iced tea and go, what the fuck, that's so expensive? Now you know why. I don't, like, I, like I said, I don't even look at the cocktail uh, I don't even look at the cocktail aisle. I don't <laughs> even look at the cocktail part of the menu. Because I would because live in the cocktail aisle. <laughs> <laughs> and it's often the price that's prohibitive for me. I'm like, well, yeah. I can just buy a couple of beers for the price of a cocktail. And it's not a bad idea. Not but, a bad idea. But if you're going to get five shots of alcohol, yeah. jeez. Okay, long dangerous. Line, long line iced tea is a type of alcohol mixed drink. Type of alcohol mixed drink. Yes, it is. <laughs> vodka, <laughs> vodka, tequila, light rum, triple sec, gin, mm. and a splash of cola. <laughs> wow! It's a five alcohols and then a, a splash of, of cola. cola. Yeah, I remember there was one. The, one of the first Long Island iced teas I had was with my buddy Kirby, yeah. and we went on a trip to Melbourne together. Yeah, and we went to the Grand Casino in Melbourne. Yeah, and we found a bar. I had a bit of a win. Always a good, always a good start. To always a good start, absolutely. Um, so we went to a bar that did, you know, massive novelty-sized cocktails. Yeah. Now novelty-sized cocktails need novelty amounts of alcohol in it. So mm. I said to Kirby, "Hey, should we get one each?" And so we did. And there's, <laughs> a, there's a photo of us with it, and these glasses are literally as tall as our. Oh my like, god! Like, just they're just like a meter tall. Almost. Hey, it's just one drink. That's it. I can drive. Practically drive after that. <laughs> well, they say one in your first hour, you're good to go. Yeah. But the Long Island iced tea, I find, is always a really good, either it's like either a halfway drink yeah. or something to get the night kind of going. Yeah. For me, anyway. Yeah. I know a lot of people try to end the night with the Long Island iced tea, yes. which is a fucking terrible idea. Do you know why? That sounds like a bad idea. Yeah. Because why? Because, I, yes, I do know why. I have experienced a hangover. Any. <laughs> So I don't think it's a good idea. So you're an expert in the field. Yeah, I'm an expert. I'm, ex- I'm an expert in the on the floor of the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Not an expert. I've been there. We've all been there. I think you've been there once or twice. You're an expert. <laughs> um, but at the start of the night, it kind of gets you a bit of a buzz. You know, you kind of feel yeah. that you get those five shots in there. You're yep. kind of like, all right, I'm ready to fucking dance. I'm ready to do this kind of stuff. Yeah. Halfway through the night, you kind of got a bit of a buzz on and that kind of pushes you to that next level of like drunkness where you're in that zone where you're drunk, but you're still having a good time, still coherent. Mm. But there's a problem with that. Once you hit that level of drunk, you cross, the line. You cross the line, you don't really... You, f- you lose inhibition. Exactly right. And after that, alcohol loses its taste. It loses. You don't think it affects you as much anymore. Mm. So if you end the night... With a Long Island iced tea, you you're kind of going to walk out of the club or the bar wherever you are, and you're going to be like, "I am not okay." Well, I find I drink a lot quicker. Yes. So as as the night goes on, I start drinking quicker, and the drinks just start disappearing, and you buy more. So a Long Island iced tea at the very end. Yes. Terrible idea. Terrible idea. Terrible Terrible idea. idea. But a Long Island tea at the start. 
as long as the start or the middle of the night yeah. is actually a really good, a really good, um, a really good thing to do. Now, I would not, I wouldn't have a Long Island iced tea in like a nightclub, for example. No, a because it's going to cost you an absolute fortune. A Long Island iced tea for me is in my head something that I get mostly when I'm on holiday in those. Oh, in holidays. like, I know we always do this to ourselves. We are punishing <laughs> ourselves every time we do this podcast and start talking about travel in any capacity. Yeah, we do. I literally just meant Long Island iced tea. But when, in my head, I'm on the beach in Thailand. Yeah. I'm in Bali. I'm in yeah. one of those countries where yeah. it costs you like $2.50 to get, yeah. you know, the same thing that would cost you $45 here. Oh, yeah. Um, not to say that I don't appreciate a good Long Island iced tea here. But in terms of like the reason, I, the reason that I've, I've thought of it for my list, though, mm. is because I've had some really good times with people because it kind of is that drink that everyone goes to. You know, yeah. if you're a group of people, everyone's just like, Hey, can we, should we do Long Island iced teas? You kind of feel a bit naughty because you know that there's five shots of white alcohol in it. Yeah. And you probably shouldn't have five shots of white alcohol. Probably not a good idea. No, it's a fantastic idea. In one drink, even better. Oh, yeah, good idea. Convenient. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a kind of a sense of like naughtiness about it, I find. Mm. If anyone's going to the bar just going, oh, yeah, um, my round, guys, what are you having? What's that, Ted? Yep, two is new. Yep, what do you want? Just a IPA, no problem. What do you want, Jeff? Oh, another Long Island iced tea. Probably not. <laughs> probably Jeff. Not, probably not a great idea, Jeff. That's why I can't wake up. That's, <laughs> that's, what, that's, the, that's the origins of the Wiggles song. <laughs> exactly. That Jeff just had one too many Long Island iced tea. I'll tell you what I like about Long Island iced tea. What's that? Not knowing much about Long Island iced tea. Yeah. Is that it's put Long Island on the map. Okay. And Long Island is the little underdog of, the, of New York, isn't it? Like it's the borough. It's the, it's, it's, is it a borough? No, it's an island. It's an island. Yes, it's not a borough at all. It's a whole area. Yeah. <laughs> the boroughs are just on Manhattan, aren't they? Well, I think the, the, the Long Island borough versus island argument ha- is back and forth between people who even live on Long Island. Right, so right. You could right. count it as a borough, but... Right. I'll tell you what, Swan from the Warriors, he'd yeah. be bloody, he thinks Long Island's a borough. Does he? Mm. So, it's a film. You seen The Warriors? Mate, we discussed The Warriors in the last episode <laughs> of the podcast and how that was one of the movies I'd seen. What's wrong with you? I can't remember a week, two weeks ago. <laughs> um, but I love the fact that it's put Long Island on the map because, you know, Long Island is the little forgotten cousin of yeah. uh, of New York City. Yeah. And I'll be curious to find out the origins of the Long Island Ice Tea. Where did, the, uh, where, where did it come from? Look, you know, Long Island and Coney Island are not the same thing, though, right? Just going back to the Warriors. Oh, the Warriors is Coney Island. Yeah. Have you seen the Warriors? Oh. <laughs> Fair call. <laughs> No, no, the Long Island is a different area altogether. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's why you like Long Island iced teas, though, because they put Long Island on the map. Oh, that's just what I'm saying. As someone I don't know, I know much about, it. what's the story? What's the origins of the Long Island iced tea, Liam? What is? Where does it come from? Where is this name come from? Why Long Island? Surely it's a, well. There's a Manhattan. That's a cocktail. Well, I mean, look, if, if we're working on that idea, mm. then it's fair to say that Long Island iced tea comes from Florida. Long Island iced tea origins. Do you know what? This is the beautiful thing about a uh, a live rank. <laughs> We're literally googling, googling live on air. What, what, instead of doing it before the episode and preparing for it, we do it when we're eBay. Long Island iced tea on eBay. I think I'll be fine. Come on. <laughs> What's the postage and handling of a Long Island iced tea? So obviously, so hold on. I'm holding. I have another question. Yep. So you said five types of alcohol with a splash of cola. What about iced tea? Isn't it ice? Doesn't iced tea feature in a Long Island? Oh, iced there's tea? no tea iced tea in, in Long Island iced tea at all. What? No, there's no, there's no none, zero. 
That is bizarre. Yeah. Uh, if I as a if I was a, oh here we go origin, this is Wikipedia. So take it as you will. Have you got the Have you got something up? Surprisingly, I have not been able to find. I found long articles. Wikipedia is probably going to give you a succinct kind of. This is yeah. So there are two competing origin stories for the Long Island RST. One from Long Island, Tennessee. Oh wow! And one from Long Island, New York. Long Island, Tennessee, a landlocked state. Here's a name for you. Okay. Robert Rosebud Butt. That's so American. Claims to his surname <laughs> Butt. Claims to have invented the Long Island iced tea as an entry in a contest to create a new mixed drink with triple second 1972. He worked at the Oak Beach Inn on Long Island, New York. A slightly different drink is claimed to have been invented in the 1920s during Prohibition in the United States by an old man bishop in a local community <laughs> named Long Island in Kingsport, Tennessee. The drink was tweaked by Ransom Bishop, Old Man Bishop's son, by adding cola, lemon and lime. Old Man's version included whiskey and maple syrup. Oh, wow. Varied quantities of the five liquors and no triple sec. I mean, it's Prohibition era, so how, how can you get bloody five different spots? So basically it was, it was bathtub spirits. They just kind of went, yeah, 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 put, yeah. put this into Chuck a glass. All all right, this is my preferred story, the Prohibition one. I like this one. Yeah. From Long Island, Tennessee. No triple sec. Rather than the modern one with cola, five equal portions of liquor. While some sources say there was a recipe for Long Island iced tea in 1961, edition of Betty Crocker's New Picture Cookbook. No such recipe can actually be found there. I love how that's part of the Wikipedia article. Yeah. Some people say it, it was a part of a cookbook and it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Thanks, Wikipedia. you legend. So there you go. That's, so, that's, that's Long yeah. Island. So now you've learned something as well. The origins, well, one of the origins, mm. one of the stories of the origins of the Long, the Long Island, Island iced tea. So that's my number two. Number one. Shrimp cocktail. No. Oh. No, but the shrimp cocktail. <laughs> I knew there was something I was forgetting. <laughs> I knew there was something I was forgetting. Good good idea. Yeah. Good idea. Honorable mention. There we go. Good, I enjoy a shrimp cocktail. I prefer a crab cocktail. There we go. Every year at Christmas, my auntie Monique makes a crab cocktail. Number one, yeah. the 1988 film starring <laughs> <laughs> Brian Brown and Tom Cruise. I'm out cocktail. of here. I'm out of here. <laughs> you found a way to get a movie in here as well. Uh, you better have. Unbelievable. Well done, sir. So I'll ask the question. Well played. Have you seen Cocktail? Um, just take those old records off the shelf. That was the. Um, dirty Dance. No, Dirty Dance. <laughs> Strictly something, something, something. Strictly boring. It wasn't that Tom Cruise movie. It wasn't that Tom Cruise movie. So the 1988 film, uh, Cocktail, had Brian Brown as an Australian cocktail artist who trains and recruits Tom Cruise as a young aspiring cocktail artist. Okay. And the pair form an unlikely friendship in a cocktail-making powerhouse. So there's lots of scenes of them behind the bar yeah. doing all sorts of backflips and flipping bottles. Do you know what that's called? What's that? It's called flaring. Flaring. Flaring, yeah. So they do the flares, and, and they're doing flare in tandem. Mm. You know, and it's a story of this, eventually a woman. Synchronised flaring. Synchronised flaring. Jesus. So Brian Brown and, 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 and Tom Cruise do synchronised flaring, and then a woman in. A woman in? Uh, a, wom- a, wo- <laughs> a woman in. A woman in. A woman in. A woman, a woman, played by <laughs> a woman, oh dear, um, a, 
I thought it was Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, a, a woman played by Elizabeth Shue. A woman played by Elizabeth Shue. Breaks him apart. Yep. So it's n- 1988. Yeah. And it's a very young Tom Cruise. And it's quite a famous like production story because Tom Cruise became a very fanatical um, like, like, like guy who learned how to make the cocktails, learned how to do the flare. Is it methods? So Method it, it, it really got into it. Yeah. And what I like about it is I remember, I just clearly remember watching this. I must have been. Would have been 10, 11, 12. It was an afternoon movie with my sister on the couch watching Cocktail. And I could, uh, honestly, I think I've only ever seen it once, mm-hmm. but it has stuck in my head. And the scenes have stuck in my head. And I've heard it mentioned in reference so many times. Mm. And I'll always remember that Brian Brown's character was like this because he started off as this kind of hero, right? To Tom Cruise. Right. Because he was the cocktail master. And then Tom Cruise eventually realized that Brian Brown was all about the party, all about the high life, all about the image. But he was actually not a trustworthy guy. And he actually betrayed him. Again. In the end. Don't tell me too much of the plot because I might want to see this movie. Spoiler alerts. Yeah, I, might wa- I, might, I might want to see it. Don't you might want to see me. it because it's got yeah. cocktails in it. I fucking love cocktails. Um, and I just remember really enjoying it. And I was, and, and to the point where it's burned in my memory. I, I really would be keen to watch it again to see how it's aged. Yeah. Um, like a and, fine wine. And well, I think I think because it was probably a movie that I saw with an Australian lead. You know, like there was, was there Brian was, Brown in Mad Max, the original Mad Maxes? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. But he was in a film called FX with Brian Brown and 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 and, and Brian Dennehy, the two Bryans. <laughs> they, got, they got together, and Brian Brown plays a uh, special effects artist. We're talking about FX now. Okay, yeah, who's who? I think. I think I'm, look, I'm going to be. I'm, I'm doing this live. I'm pretty sure Brian Brown plays a special effects artist. No one's going to question by, you about FX, man. By day, no, no. Come on, it's a cherished. This is a cherished film. FX. This is a cult. Cult. An FX artist by day, like solves crimes by night, something like that. Like he gets caught up in some. He gets caught up in some thing, and he gets chased by gangsters, and he uses his FX skills mm-hmm. to get out of the situation. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Like he uses special effects <laughs> to get away from gangsters and to defeat gangsters. And it's a serious movie. <laughs> FX, Brian Brown, and then Cocktail. I just always remember. And I always remember, even though Brian Brown was the bad guy and the, and the, and the, and the, and the not nice guy, at the end of the film, and oh. please correct me if I get this wrong, Brian I think. Brown. I have this memory of Brian Brown on a sailboat about to sail off into the sunset with Elizabeth Shue. Just and I think this is the dawn of my fantasy of getting a sailboat. I've, to this day, it's my lot of dream is to get a sailboat and to sail. Mm-hmm. And I think it comes from Cocktail. There we go. <laughs> That's one number one. <laughs> oh, I got through that. No, right. th- th- no that, that's actually amazing. The fact that you've got me Googling stuff like FX from 1986 <laughs> is... Uh, and I've, I've seen Brian Brown's face. Now I know exactly who yeah, Brian yeah. Brown is. Peak Brian Brown. Man. It was the bad guy in uh, Two Hands, the Australian film Two Hands. Have you seen that one? It's a Heath Ledger one. That's great. That's a, that's a great film if you haven't seen it. Funny yeah. film. I've, I've heard that Two Hands is very good. Mm. Mm. Um, and it holds up. I rewatched it this year. I'll really? add. So I rewatched it this year and I was like, damn, this is a good film. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I'm okay. impressed. I mean, actually, I'm very, I'm very impressed that on the on the fly, you've managed to have a list of cocktails <laughs> with only one actual cocktail. 
one food, one movie. Mm. I mean, that, that's kind of hitting your. Uh, that your, sums your, me up as a person. hundred percent. There's not much. There's not much more I could really. No. Yeah. And the fact that I was able to just name three, think of three booze-filled beverages <laughs> off the top of my head. Uh, my number one is the old fashioned. Ah, it's a classic. What's in an old fashioned? A whiskey. Uh, I think it's amaretto sour. Um, stuff you put in like lemon lime bitters. Yeah, orange. Um, yeah, Angostura bitters, and then like a syrupy whatever. Like everyone does it differently. Like everyone, yeah. everyone seems to have their own version. Like mostly it's with bourbon or whiskey. Um, I've been to gin bars that do gin old fashions. Yeah, I've been, I've been okay. to rum bars that do rum old fashions. You can get different versions of the old fashioned. It's very simple though. It's like literally. See, but then is it an old fashioned? Because that? that seems like it's a bit of a loose definition. Well. It's a new old fashioned. <laughs> yeah. It's a modern take of the old fashioned. That's right. Yeah. And they say things were more conservative and, and you know, narrow minded, you know, back in the old fashioned days. Yeah. Actually, they were just, you know, it was a fucking loose leaks. Well, yeah, exactly yeah. right. Loose, loose as anything else. Loose as anything. Do whatever you want. Do you know what's funny? I've just I've had to, I've got this list, list of cocktails on my screen right now just mm. to remember what's in an old fashioned. And there's one above this. It's like a dishonorable mention. Oh, it's the Negroni. Disgusting. Anyway, the old fashioned. Yeah, one of my favorites because it is simple. It's usually I'm a huge whiskey drinker. I love bourbon. Yeah, um, it reminds me of my time in Japan with my brother when I went with him. Mm. We used to drink old fashions all the time because they're like 500 yen, like a pop, which is like five bucks. Oh, um, really? Yeah, it was. It was like a drink of choice when we were there. Like, yeah. um, I go to bars now, and if I go to any sort of whiskey bar or any bourbon bar, I'll say, "Can I have an old fashioned, please?" How would one order an old fashioned? You go to the bar. In Japan. So, in Japan? Hitotsu. Hitotsu old fashioned. Is that two? Hitotsu. Hitotsu. Futatsu. Oh, futatsu. Futatsu is two. Futatsu. Yeah. Um, well, I love it because it's whiskey and orange and everything with a little bit of orange tint. It's we, good. We disappointed that old fashioned didn't have an actual Japanese name. It was just like a, it was a gadaigo. No, no, no. No, no, no. I liked that. I just said, I was trying to, uh, <laughs> you know, I was creating the picture in my head uh, of, of you and Carl and ordering drinks in Tokyo. Do you know what's funny? He used to bag me off my Japanese every day of the week. Did he? Every day, every day he, was, he was like, I thought your Japanese was like heaps better than this. I was like, no, I never, <laughs> I never professed to be prof- proficient at this language. I could <laughs> say a few things. Well, how good was his Japanese out of curiosity? Oh, in his head, as good as mine was because it wasn't perfect. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he still te- he still teases me to this day. It's a bit of a laugh. That's a what laugh. you've got. That's what you've got to do. That's, that's right. what you've got to do. That's right. You can't tease your brother. Who can you tease? Well, it's that 100%. Yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> but the old, the old fashioned for me is like, it's simple. It's perfect. It's it's kind of classy in a way. Yeah. Like, you know, you were saying before, hey, you would just go get a, a, a scotch in a glass. Yeah. The old fashioned to me is, is it's kind of like an extension of that. Mm. Like, A, it lasts longer, which is always nice. But B, I like to see what kind of variations mm. the bar mm. does with it. Even come even down to the ice block they use. Like yeah. some, some use like a big square one. Some wow. use those really chiseled, like round, like perfectly spherical ice blocks. Mm. Personally, I'm not a huge fan of too much ice in any in any cocktail. I think too much ice waters it down. It does water it down quite a bit, unless you just smash it back. Unless it's pineapple ice, like we've touched on before, mate. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's a trick. What about orange ice in an old fashioned? Uh, or orange ice would work because obviously you've got with with old fashioned a lot of them who do it properly they get like the rind of the orange oh. and they kind of they kind of um, just kind of it sounds really weird but they kind of play with it over the top of the drink because it just kind of lets the essence 
mm. of the of the rind mm. fall mm. over it, and mm. they twist the rind uh-huh. and put the rind into the drink. So there's they then they rub the rind around the uh, around the rim of the glass. That could literally all be for show and do absolutely nothing. It's like a placebo. It's like you think you've got an orange ting- tang to it, but realistically, they're just rubbing the yeah. the skin of the orange around the rim. Like, oh, yeah. look at me, mm. look at us go, look how fancy that is. But at the end of the day, it probably adds nothing to the taste whatsoever. But it's a nice, it's a nice flair, you know. It's a nice flair to watch yeah. them when they make it and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, I was really disappointed, actually. Did you come with um with me to Baxter's Inn in Sydney before before the big event that you were, would have been over in Sydney for? I do honestly not recall. Okay, it was a few uh, years back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a bunch of us went who were in Sydney before. Um, it was okay, before my wedding. Yeah. We were there, we went to Bax's Inn, which was like a speakeasy underground whiskey bar um, that you could only find if you knew which fire escape to go down. No, I don't recall this. Damn, okay. So I used to go there quite a lot when mm. I was living in Sydney, mm. and then I used to always get an old-fashioned, mm. and they used to make it by hand. It used to be really lovely, but they got so popular, they turned it into a tap drink, basically. Oh. Old-fashioned in a tap. And it kind of took a lot of that excitement away, mm. you know, from, I mean... Like we, like I was saying before, part of the fun of the cocktail is watching them make it, watching them put some mm. effort into the whole thing. Mm. If you're pouring an old fashioned out of a tap and still charging the same amount of money, it's like lasagna in a Bay Marie. No thanks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, actually, I'll still go lasagna in a Bay Marie. Yeah. But, but the point being, it's like Bay Marie food. <laughs> yeah, not quite as good. No, not quite as good. It's not a la carte. No, you, you'll still eat it because it's you know you're like, well, it's still lasagna. Mm. How, mm. how can that be wrong? Halfway through, you'll be like, gosh, I wish yeah. I had a freshly made old fashioned. <laughs> exactly. Right. Tap old fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of true it's yeah. kind of true and like yeah. I know like there was this whole idea that they made the old fashioned they barreled it themselves and then mm. put it into the tap but it's just not the same like I want to see I want to see you do stuff mm. but that's not what I mean the old fashioned to me is, is my favourite because I like the taste first and foremost and it's just a it's just a nice simple yeah. delicious yeah. cocktail you know what Lamb what's that I think an old fashioned is a cocktail I could really get behind I think so too I think actually um, the Long Island iced tea also is Oh yeah, and I would venture if I if if it wasn't for my caffeine sensitive, sensitive nature, yeah, I would also be a big uh, espresso martini fan because I, I really I didn't know this about you with your uh, your uh, coffee and caffeine. I'm a huge coffee drinker. That's what I thought, uh, and I used to drink so much coffee yeah. late in the day. Yeah, but then I realised no, I wasn't so. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, you know what? And then I've, now, when I have, if I have a coffee, honestly, if I have a coffee past midday, sure, particularly past one, one's redlining it. I'll feel it. I won't be. Able, I won't be able to sleep. Yeah. Mm. Poor bugger. Mm. Honorable mentions. Let's do them. Let's finish this bad boy off. Uh, and illusions. And and illusions. Do you recall illusions? Oh, I feel like the fact that I wanted to throw up in my mouth just then makes me think I might remember. Is a blue, like a really blue kind of. Green. Oh, God. Green. And I remember really, I don't know what else was in Illusions. I just remember it being big in like the I feel like that's a, early 2000s. I feel that's Midori. It's it was a, Midori. Yeah. It was Midori. I don't know what else. I think it was Midori, Pineapple Juice. It was a craze. It was like Passion Pop. It was like, it was oh, like, that. it goes from, it goes like the, the, you know how we talked about how um, the, the vodka Red Bull matured to the espresso martini? Yep. It was like the Passion Pop matured to the Illusions. And then he just kind of grew out of it. I don't know. I don't know what happened after that. He actually just started enjoying actual. Well, the, the, the fact that I haven't um, heard, of, I heard of an illusion since I was about seventeen. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, it would have been. It probably would have been when you're about seventeen. So you know, going down like and the places that you drink illusions would yeah. be like the, it's like, what, like Club Bayview, yeah. or the Lookout, yeah. or the call, Breakwater down in Hillary's. You'd go and get yourself an illusions. It's what we call a gateway cocktail. Yeah, it's what we you know it's what we it's 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 it's, uh, it's one of those things that we're glad we've aged out of. That's right, pina colada. Classic. Classic. Um, hand grenade, which is about 14 different kinds of malt liquor. What's a, a tequila sunrise was one that I used to I used to delve into back in the day. That was simple. Tequila, orange juice, grenadine, that's yeah, it. that's it. Yeah. I used to definitely get some tequila sunrises. When I was drinking prior to being 18, I can share the story now because many years ago, we'd go to the, um, what was it called? The good, the bad, and the ugly. Yep. Which then became the shed. Oh, yes. And I think the shed was the place that 17 year olds would go to drink. Yeah. But prior to the shed, it was the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. And it was also the place that 17 would go, 17 year olds would go to drink. Yeah. And you'd get a tequila sunrise. Beautiful. Mm. Have you had a zombie? Maybe I have. I don't know. What's a zombie? No, just a whole bunch of alcohol in a, in a <laughs> glass, basically. <laughs> Isn't that a Long Island house, Steve? No, and the zombies got more. Oh. That's what's called a zombie. Because oh. you okay. did. You did. But look, mate, I think we've done pretty well. I think so too. Our first rando rank. Loved it. Yeah. This is quite fun actually. I think we should do it again. We should. Mm. So we've we've got the ideas from this rando rank saved in my in my wheel. Mm. But I reckon we'll put it out and give people a bit more time this time. Yeah. And we'll get like a, we'll compile. I'll add to the wheel. Yeah. I'll add the ideas. So if you've given us a, a, a rando rank idea for the wheel, it shall stay on, the, on wheel. the wheel. I love that idea. And we'll add to it. So we've got the rank bank is different to the rando wheel. We should make that very clear. So the rando wheel ideas are on the rando wheel and we shall open up new opportunities to add to the rando wheel. Perfect. Um, it's the wheel of, of, of fortune. Wheel of misfortune, one might say. Because we'll be here going, oh God, I don't know anything about that. But we are, <laughs> we are for the challenge. We are for the challenge. Another fun episode, good sir. Another yes. Fun episode. Yes. Um, you know what? Time. It is time. For a final thought. Yeah. Well, a final thought, Liam. Well, I guess uh, this this episode made me think about alcohol. <laughs> Good. It made me think about holidays. Uh-huh. Made me think about moments. And, you know, alcohol is, um, in our society, a uh, has a slightly, some would say, problematic part of our social fabric in that it revolves around alcohol. Um, which is not necessarily healthy. However, it can be really fun. And there is a certain enjoyment about refined alcohol. And as you get older, yep. enjoying the refined side of it. And I think cocktails factor into that into a big way. Mm-hmm. It's not about binge drinking. It's not about going over the top. It's actually just about enjoying the drink. Yep. But more importantly, enjoying the moments with hey, friends. You'd love to see it. Enjoying the art of the drink, mm. the art it. of the drink, the finer things in life, and the people that you that you that you're enjoying those things with. Yes, that's right. And if it's all about the art of the drink, then call me Picasso. I'm just going to say, yeah, the, but the the people are a big part of this because you don't drink a cocktail on your own. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't really, no, really, that's true. The cocktail yeah. is something you'll always do with friends, mm. and it's the excitement of doing it together. So it is, a, it's about the. The, the, the com- experience. Com- camaraderie and the experience. camaraderie. Beautiful. Trying new things. You love it. Man, well, I hope everyone loved that first rando rank. 
until next week, we'll uh, we'll see you next Tuesday.